Yeah, yeah, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Visionary Focus Podcast. Today we've got a a really cool guest. We've got Carl Hinkson. How how you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Really, really appreciate you having me on. <clears throat> yeah, so Carl, uh, you're you're from another part of the world. So usually I have guests that are like from the US or whatever. So um, Carl, you know, if you can introduce you where you're from what do you do you know and let's kind of go from there yeah so my name is carl hinkson i um 25 year old entrepreneur uh played pretty high level sports uh that's how i kind of you know made a mesh with uh satyam uh we met each other online and at this point i'm currently living in barbados barbados is where i was born and raised i actually left Barbados at the age of 18 to go play college soccer in the USA. Uh, whilst I was over there, I was studying kinesiology, ended up um, dropping out of my master's degree to try to pursue professional sports. And I had started building some Instagram pages and stuff that are still doing quite well. And that helped me to transition to starting to run my own digital agency. So that's, that's kind of the quick rundown about me and um, where I'm living right now and what I'm doing. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. And so for people that don't know, so you were playing football, right? So for the Americans, you were playing yeah. soccer, right? And so <laughs> yeah. how did so you soccer, go from... Um, yeah. So how did you go from playing, like, you know, high-level football, soccer, like, to going into, you know, starting your own agency or getting into digital marketing, you know? Like Instagram theme pages and all that space. Like, how did you discover that? Because it's like, right. if you're like... I know if you're, like, trading at a high level, like that's your life that's it there is yeah. nothing else you know what I mean? so how did you kind of discover and you know how did you like kind of tap into something a little bit different you know which was at the time right, right. instagram yeah i would say this was right around uh, my late sophomore early junior year i started already thinking about the fact that okay so coming from barbados i always used to tell myself that if I was to play professionally, which was the goal, I would have to do everything in my power to just play as long as possible. Like I, I didn't think it would be impossible for me to some, someday sign a pro contract, but I, I didn't think that I would be like the average person who's, you know what I mean, signing for their, a big team at 18, 19. Not the average person, that's actually not the average professional at all. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like I, I didn't yeah, yeah. think that at, at 2021 even, I would be ready to sign a pro contract. Um, so I, I thought that, for me, the longer I could play, the better. So around about my junior year, I started thinking about, okay, so even if I have to since play football on a team where I'm not getting money, how can I start earning some kind of location independent income? So the first thing I started doing was trading. So I, I got into the trading space. This was around 2017 when crypto was very, very hot. So I, I bought my first crypto. Then right around like the end of the year, turn of the year, the whole thing tanked. And I realized that as much as I liked learning about cryptocurrency and blockchain and stuff, I didn't actually love looking at charts and trying to make predictions and that type of stuff. Um, so then I moved away from that. I think the next thing I did, I can't remember exactly what I did. I know I did one more thing in between there before I actually started learning about Instagram and digital marketing. I can't remember what that was. It might've been some type of like multi-level marketing. I think I was in like a, yeah, like an MLM for like, for like, two weeks bro and it was just too painful so <laughs> so yeah. i just had to move on quickly like it just wasn't for me like nothing against people who do, who do mlm you know um 
but yeah right around that time <laughs> instagram was very untapped so there was these people who were just building a bunch of uh theme pages very similarly to what um people are doing with youtube automation now but you would build a bunch of theme pages have a really big network and then you would go um and like sell shutouts for instance so i was i was early enough that the business model still made sense to pursue but whilst i was learning the whole instagram algorithm changed so it probably took me like a year to learn how to actually grow things on instagram and then the algorithm changed so i had to kind of start from zero and once the algorithm changed i feel like from that point onward it was just much harder to grow all these bunches of pages so i did eventually i was able to grow one and that was kind of the the core social proof that i have uh the page is called footy tutor and um yeah it's it was natural for me to grow a page surrounding football, right? Uh, another thing that I want to mention quickly is that I had tried to grow a bunch of other things and it didn't work because it wasn't aligned with my passion. That's why the trading didn't work. That's why the MLM didn't work. Um, but for the tutor started taking off, right? Um, yeah, and then eventually I just I just saw the opportunity. Uh, people started reaching out to me in, in sports-related fields saying, hey, can you help me grow my page? Can you do this? Um, and just been working with freelance clients as much as I can because I, I was still... At the time, for instance, uh, towards the end of my college career, I was still in college playing and trying to do some little, you know, freelance work on the side. Um, since 2020, when I moved away from school, it's just been working online and playing. So, like, that's been great. And uh, for like, now it's just been uh, working on my business 24/7. So, it's been it's been a hell of an experience. Um, definitely glad that I started, you know trying to position myself to pivot um, before I, I moved away from the field, before I moved away from school. And um, yeah, I hope that that's a, a pretty good rundown for you. Oh, very good, very good rundown. And so, yeah, and I think it's funny because uh, I started getting into online business for the exact same reason. It's like, mm. I want to find a way to make some type of income, even if it's like a little bit, then before I can just train, you know? Yeah, so, Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. And, and so initially you were, you were training in the US and so, you know you came back and then eventually i'm skipping ahead a little bit um right. but eventually you kind of decided to go all in and so you know and i know this is not an easy easy topic to, to talk about because yeah. i know how it's like right because i had yeah, to think yeah, of yeah. this well personally but there was a moment you decided to kind of narrow down the focus mm -hmm. and kind of just go focus on your business right and so yeah. Why did you, why, why did I make that decision? Because I know it's like, you, you know, you have a lot of importance as well to do other stuff, but for, for mm -hmm. me personally, I'll tell you my reason why I focus on strictly focusing my business is like financially, I have certain responsibilities and I have certain goals that I want to hit. And I know if I keep playing with football, I was just dead honest with myself. I'm most likely not going to make much, much, much money. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm very ambitious. I want to build yeah. certain things. Therefore, they're going to require a certain amount of capital. And I want to do something that's going to require me to have a certain amount of capital. Therefore, yeah. what's the better route? And then for me, log logically, business was just a kind of more of a no-brainer because the skills that I was going to earn, and then from then, that would help me. That would it would pay off for a long, long, long time. You know what I mean? And so eventually yeah. for me, it was kind of a no-brainer. And I, had, I took the decision, you know? But it was very difficult yeah. process. So I'm just curious uh, on your end, how did that go? How did I go about and uh, if you're comfortable kind of go that yeah. Is, that, yeah 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 I can give you the rundown there for sure man so for me it was definitely uncomfortable but it was it, it got to the point where it became so black and white and obvious that it was like just the general next step so 
the goal for me was to try to push business football for as long as I possibly could. Um, I was based in Barbados, so post 2020, the only reason that I actually came back to Barbados um, right before like everything with the, um, like we all know what happened in 2020, like right, right before the world went cold, I was in Atlanta, I was on trails. I, I had actually just started speaking to a team in Germany, right? Um, so I was supposed to go to Germany. I'd verbally agreed a contract. Um, and then the whole world shut down. Whilst I was in Barbados on national duty. So like here I was, I hadn't lived in Barbados for so long. I, I just come back for like one week, supposed to represent my national team. We're supposed to travel in another week. So it was just one week of camp or whatever. World shuts down. So I'm in Barbados. Um, the thing about being in Barbados and playing is that it's not a very good platform for getting out. So like when you get out from Barbados, you kind of want to stay away for as long as possible if you want to pursue football, correct? Um, so I was back here just living in Barbados, training with my national team. It was only training like three, four times a week. Um, there's a core like nuclear city national team that's based locally. And then there's a few international players that come back. So not a very professional environment whatsoever. I was head over heels like the most professional player there the most like committed the most driven and for a very very long time like i held out i was just you know had my head down i still said look i'm young um what's one year of you know i mean not necessarily playing at the highest level there's still a lot of other like spaces in my life for growth as i was doing business as well i was like okay look you have a little bit of extra time that you probably wouldn't have had had you signed a professional contract so like just really try to maximize your time within the business right and then Long thing, one thing led to another. Eventually, we went through like a whole cycle of uh, World Cup and Nations League qualifying. And I just got to the point where I realized that the team environment was extremely toxic. Um, my, my baseline for output had dropped so much just because I was surrounded by a bunch of like part time footballers who. I mean, I, I don't really want to like talk down on anyone, but, but they're definitely not as ambitious. They're definitely not as um, like driven in, in terms of their off the field pursuits and like on the field pursuits. So I think that my my threshold for what was high performance had dropped almost to a point I was just comfortable being on top of them. And there was just one day I, I had to look myself in the face um, after training for a very, very long time and and not even getting to start like what, what what would have been the biggest game in my career that like coaches had um mentioned to me that hey if you do good in this game i could definitely get your name onto whatever whatever and then to not get chosen to not to not get told why i was i wasn't chosen um just really left a sour taste in my mouth from football right because here was i like giving so much and then I get to the point where I realize that my destiny is not in my own hands when it comes to football, that like coaches can control so much. There's so much politics behind the background. Um, agents are so important. Like there's players that you see that you played with in college who you thought were mediocre at best going for their second, third year in a professional game. Um, and it's just all these things like they get to you. Like I, I'm not saying that um, those are like, it's no one reason, you know? Um, so I don't want to say, I don't want anyone to pick out any one of those and say um, that was the reason that that you walked away or, or that, that is the reason that's <clears throat> sufficient for you to change um, direction in your life. But for me, I got to the point quite similar to you where I realized that, hey, um, if I want to control my own destiny, if I want to control my own outputs, like number one, and if I want to like be my best self, I can't surround myself with this team. So I had to step away from that team. And then um having not played with like a professional team for so long 
I got to the point where I was like, am I going to uproot my whole life at 25 years old and move to a new country to pursue football where like the average person is signing their first contract as a pro at 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever, right? I'll be signing my first contract at potentially 26, 27 as an athlete have up until you're like, what, 30, 35 to really cash in. So I was saying I'll be, I'll be, basically starting my professional career at like 26 27 because i i probably wouldn't even have signed a contract for the first year and then by the time i'm 35 i'm done whilst i'm saying if i go all in on business in that same time by the time i hit 35 i'm maybe like just getting into starting my second venture or or maybe i've built an exit something you know so like the opportunity cost of like going into football was just it just got to the point where it was too big um like i just couldn't justify in terms of my long-term profession why i would put so much time and energy into football when if i put that same time energy and focus into business into getting a job into like whatever else right like i just know the roa would be so big um just because i believe myself and i like i, I believe that i can create results right um so when it got to that point then it kind of became very black and white for me to say okay, look, you, you gave it a really good shot. You were able to get a university um, education for free. You got to live in the United States for four years. Maybe it's a case that you actually extracted all the value that you could from football. And now it's time for you to like put it in another direction. So um, it sounds a lot like, like in retrospect, obviously it sounds great. Oh, he thought it through so well or whatever, but bro, there were moments of just pain. There was moments of just confusion. There was moments of just... You know what i mean like what am i doing like does this make sense even even today sometimes i think um like should i have maybe just pushed one more year you know maybe should i go on trial but i guess like everyone is gonna have what ifs in their life but but you just commit to um you know the best path that you think possible so so yeah that, that was it. it and if it's clear for you it's clear for you and then there's gonna be like naysayers as well through the process whenever you're taking their drastic exactly. It's seen as drastic, but then in, let's say, 10, 20 years, it's like, okay, you know, it's just another decision in your life that you have to take to get to where you want to be. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And so when you, when you, like, if we're talking about creating your own reality, you need to take certain choices that aren't going to please most people, but that, that are kind of going to get you to where you want to be. And so I don't know. Obviously, like, even myself, bro, like, it's crazy. When I said, like, okay, I'm done. I, I knew there was a lot of people talking shit, you know, you know, you know, yeah, talking yeah. behind or what. And at the end of the day, it's like, whatever. You know what I mean? I yeah. know where I'm going. You know what I mean? I know that's like, it's true. It, it's funny in football, you know, like even in other sports as well, you don't have full control. You don't have control of your reality too. So yeah. You have control on what you can do to to perform. But mm -hmm. the thing is, you can't control other aspects. You can't control a lot of things because like yeah. sports in general at any, any type of sports at any like certain level is incredibly political like it's yes. not about you it's about who you know big time mm -hmm. your network and a lot of the time it's yeah it's a really about who you know and how well you know them and like the relationships you built over time and yeah. then it's about okay what can you do you know what i mean Exactly. That, that plays a major major role and no one talks about that but we all know that that plays a major and so for me personally starting your own business you start having more leverage 
over time because you start having yeah. more control in your life because you can create income where you are the main the main guy you know what i mean of course you have exactly. clients and all that it's like <clears throat> you don't have to depend on on xyz you have so control of your life you, you create your own reality and it's it's hard but it takes a bit of time to build up but once you have built that up it's like you know what i mean you start having yeah you know more control of your own reality and really living that life you know what i mean it doesn't have to be glamorous but it's like you live in life yeah. how you want to be that's it yeah no i agree 100 100 um and like you say i realize even though for instance like it's like why why, why do you want to start a business why like why do you want to for instance like earn more income than the average person by getting a job right and and for me it was because i i do want to still live a high performance life like i still want to sleep eight nine hours i want to eat the best food you know what i mean i want to get access to to the best facilities to the best supplements like so so for me i had to find a vessel to do that like i, I i'm all about like optimizing my life i'm all about optimizing um like my workflows and that type of stuff so um being able to optimize my time is a huge one so for you to say like to take back like that leverage and control over your time so so important you know um just for fostering good habits and and yeah as you said like living that life by design that that we all kind of aspire towards i guess <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. and so right now if you don't want me asking what is it that you're working on at the moment yeah so right now mostly doing uh automation consulting it's it's a quite a uh, new offer that i'm doing with my agency it is more or less leveraging no code and ai tools to help uh business owners streamline their their um workflows uh so so like as i kind of mentioned like i'm big into to optimization um i've done quite a few off online in the sense that i've done some like influencer marketing in the past i've done some uh like content creation and that type of stuff all all fine all all like totally i i still think like valid business models anyone like wanted to start something online but i really like the automation consulting um part because it, it really gets deeper into uh, the technical side of things when it comes to like building out no code tools um i can see myself in the future definitely having a, a big place to play in in tech i think that um maybe football was my first love uh tech tech might be my second i don't know if tech and our design but like I, I really love the design elements for instance and i'm teamed up with a like very very smart uh, coder who helps with like the no code tools type side of stuff so between us um it's building out you know custom workflows custom portals and that type of stuff to just help right now small business owners um yeah take advantage of all these new different platforms and um and uh yeah virtual assistants really yeah because uh, i mean it's a huge space there's a lot of potential like even if you look at any brick and mortar business like anywhere yes. in the world yeah they do not know how to leverage zapier or they do not know how to even automate you know an onboarding email you know what i mean like a welcoming email like they don't know how to automate basic stuff like everything is done manually mo exactly. in most parts of the world and the thing is you think it's not obvious sometimes because we're in a certain space where this is a no yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, of course you're going to use Zapier to, uh, to do this. It's like, of course you're going to automate your onboarding sequence or, you know, all of that. Of course. But the thing is, when you go in, in the real, like, you know, in the world where there's like brick and mortar businesses of people, like even very successful businesses, like people running like massive, yeah. massive businesses, like 
a lot of it is done manually. Like they could replace a lot of their workforce with a couple, you know, uh, using a couple no code platforms to automate a lot of the yeah. process, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like finding that fine line now is what I've realized of like, you don't, you, you can't shake things up too much. Like people are quite resistant to change. Um, so that's why uh, starting out with like solopreneurs, for instance, has been, has been the main focus for me because they are still a little bit more on the tech savvy side um, and they really value their time. Uh, they know that if they, you know, had time to, to focus on, on the tasks that really push their business forward, uh, how much uh, better their life would be. I mean, you've been there, I've been there, bro. So like I've lived it, you know, and I, I, I find, I find that the things that have worked best for me, um, have just been things that I've had personal experience with, like Footy Tutor, for instance. The reason why that page blew up was because I was a pretty high-level athlete. You know, I was able to share from a place of, of leverage authority. So, um, my business offers before have been have been good. You know, I've learned a lot. I've had the opportunity to work on amazing projects, um, but I still haven't really been able to hit the sort of levels that I want to, and I know I'm capable of. But I feel like just going through those struggles and also just having a sense, the chance to work in and around. Um, a bunch of other businesses that um, this offer can really be the one I think to to help me get to that next level, you know. Yeah, and then especially if you're working with solopreneurs, like if they're doing you know good for themselves, one of the most valuable resources they could get is their time back. You know what I mean? So if you're helping one of these guys save 10, 20, 30 hours a week, yeah. 48 hours a week of work, it's like you know what I mean. And then over time, that's going to save him so much time that he could just put back into himself, right? And then initially, when you're starting out, you exactly. value money more than time because money is scarce in your life, which is completely normal. And then right, eventually, right. you get right. to a point. I'm not at that point yet, but it's like I can imagine when you're like a millionaire, <laughs> a multimillionaire, or like you're doing, you, you don't even have to be at that level though, but like when you're doing really, really good money, I feel like you do not value. Yeah like money as much like you value your time significantly exactly. more like even uh, even i'm not at that level yet but i still value my time a lot more for little things like i'll have a va help me do like any any like things that's like very like repetitive any repetitive task it's like like you said you can leverage you know zapier or get a va or get so, some things to start delegating a little bit you know because you only have so much time. right like time time is finite money is infinite right money gets printed every day right yeah so it's like once you start yeah, understanding yeah. that concept well it's like a no-brainer that's why like the automation stuff there's like a lot of room to do big things with that stuff i'm telling you because a lot of people need to need help but they don't know how to use those platforms so yeah bro. yeah no, i think so too i think so too <laughs> i think that you're saying was kind of the justification for myself as well because i, I think in the early stages as you said you really want to get to money. And so you think also that that's the thing that everyone else wants. So you go out and you're like, Hey, I can make you make a bunch of money. And the thing is like people have money, like they want their time. Like they don't care about making more money. Of course, like you want to, you know, always make more money, but like you get to a certain point where, where that time, like when you want to start, you know, building a family and getting more into other hobbies and that type of stuff that that time becomes really, really valuable. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And so where do you see yourself like in the next couple of years? Like where do you, I mean, it's hard to say because I'm sure you just focus on the day to day, but it's like, where do you want to take this? Uh, you said you're looking to get into the tech space. Um, like, I'm just curious, like, what's the vision 
if you you know go on and you can be as broad or specific as you want yeah 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 so if i'm gonna be a hundred percent um honest with you like i haven't thought of my vision past like one year recently i feel like it's really easy to get all like high in your head um i feel that's something i did in like football for a very long time you know craft this perfect picture of what the end will look like or what i want it to look like and that just led to a whole lot of disappointment for me because i felt like i was constantly chasing this big picture and i never ever got there like throughout my whole career like i never got there and i felt like moving away from football that i didn't really enjoy like just that random tuesday morning training that you know what i mean that the sun is just right and like you're just bawling like i feel like i just didn't really appreciate it but without getting to like whatever um i would say i do have a plan for like the next year i i, I split my my like planning cycles into six months and then like development cycles into like two weeks um so for me like personally i can just tell you that at the end of six months, I want to be much better at UI UX design. And at the end of 12 months, I want to upskill again and like learn a lot more about coding and Python and that type of stuff. And then on the business side, um, I want to, 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 you know, I don't create as much impact as possible. Like I don't want to put, um, like hard numbers on it. Don't necessarily want to share that, but the goal is to, I would say, bigger picture, create something to show people in my native country of Barbados that, hey, you can build like a completely virtual business and provide value to international markets. I think that a lot of people my age have either like left Barbados in search of opportunity or have given up on like upskilling themselves because they just think that there's no room for growth in Barbados. And I just want to present an alternative um, like option to show people that, hey, you can still like build and develop something that has value to international markets through the use of like tech and, and digital skills um, from the small island of Barbados. If I can get to the point where I, you know, have some type of system or school or something that can start you know i mean educating people locally on coding and tech and and just building the workforce for the future um that's something that i'm very interested in as well so i'm much more of like a <clears throat> create as much impact as you can type guy and uh, i think it maybe holds me back a little bit from like increasing my bottom line sometimes but um i'm much about i'm much more focused on the sustainable growth and um like how can i create value for all parties you know that's gold that's gold because i think <laughs> you know like uh it's easy to look to think like the grass is greener elsewhere but nowadays if you have wi-fi you have a phone or you have a laptop but you have both you have unlimited opportunities if you look really well like there's communities for free that you can join discord telegram twitter reddit whatever it is and you could learn absolutely anything from absolute like high level experts free free like you want to yep. learn copyright you want to learn a sale like the information is out there you can learn a skill from then you just need to find the right opportunities connect start connecting with the right people right you can start building a personal brand like you've done you know and now you can start connecting with other people from all over 
now they're they're giving you some advice as well or you're learning from them or they're connecting to someone else now you oh you're a copywriter okay now you have your first client boom now you just made your first wi-fi money just because you connect with the right people right but it starts with like yeah, education yeah. study with education and also but i think belief believe that that first of all there's opportunity and not being in, in the scarcity mindset you know what i mean because it's like yeah yeah i know i because originally I, i'm from like a small village like in france so it's like i know that scarcity mindset is very very common in a place mm -hmm. where kind of like excluded from it's not a big city or it's, it's kind of excluded from anything else and you think yeah yeah you know what i mean exactly. i'm sure you, you, you get what i'm trying to get here right but it's like yeah for sure because the way you know the way you operate and then people see what you do right and then from then you kind of start teaching people and showing them what's possible then that changes the game you know because you're tagging into kind exactly. of a growth mindset and then you're showing them what they need to do as well and that it's possible and then if they see you do it what happened is they believe that they can do it too you know what i mean so it's like that's the change yep. you know what i mean it's like, like i don't know you know in canada with alfonso davis he you know he went to Bayern and everything it yeah. changed reality mm -hmm. for a lot of young canadian players because like holy shit, like this guy did it like they, it wasn't even a, in the realm of possibility beforehand and then you see right. someone who it's the same guy who broke like i think like the five minute mile or whatever it is it's like boom yeah, as soon as yeah, you broke it, now other people were doing it and so that's the same thing you can do yeah. Robert. give me the one that really starts and sets the 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 you know new standard for people wanting to get in tech or building their own thing and then there's going to be a bunch of people coming after you because you just change the belief right so yeah yeah bro no no i totally agree i've already started seeing it in I've already started seeing it in just how much more open like the average person is um to share their own journey and stuff like i don't want to take credit for that like the internet has just matured it's just changed i think TikTok has made a lot more people comfortable with like sharing online um but it's still nice to see that the things i was advocating for two three years ago are really coming to pass and it gives me confidence to know that hey the things that you're doing now have value bro and um they should be pursuits you know they're, they're, they're worthy pursuits you know definitely definitely and you were talking earlier about like when you have a vision with footy when you you were like kind of had a, a specific detailed vision of where you wanted to be and then mm -hmm. you couldn't get a hard time enjoying the present moment right exactly and that is like incredibly related. Like I can I I can relate incredibly hard to that because it's like <laughs> even in business, like you have a certain vision of where you want to be, mm -hmm. and it's like oh my gosh, it's like what happened is you're all you see is where you want to be, but yeah. the problem is you're actually stuck in a gap. So I'm actually reading this book, which I would strongly recommend to you. It's called the uh, you can't really see the title here, yeah. but it's called the gap and the gap in the gain. And yeah. it explains why, like a lot of entrepreneurs or like high performers are very miserable mm -hmm. because it's that you're stuck in the gap. It's like you're comparing okay. yourself to where you want to be all the time, and you're stuck in the middle between where you are right now and where you want to be. Instead of actually exactly look, instead of being of instead of comparing yourself of where you where you started and where you are now, so actually looking at where mm. you've been. The process, the journey of where you were when you were 16, just getting started. Like, imagine, you know, you compare the person like, oh, my God, I've actually grown so much, learned a lot and developed 
a lot. Like I've, you know, it's been, it's like when you compare yeah. that, the perspective changes, because when you're always comparing to where you are now to where you where you want to be, it's always like, in you know, almost like, it's like, oh, I'm not there yet. I need this. I need that. So you're chasing something that's not really there, but it's going to be there instead of actually enjoying the process, you know? And there's a time and a place where you need to chase the vision, I believe, and go hard, but also not forget yeah. Yeah. The, the way you started. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the blessing. Yeah. You know? And so for me, even for myself, I have a very hard time. I need to remind myself constantly about this, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I heard um I heard Jonah Hill recently speaking on, like, his new movie on Netflix. Highly recommend um that you guys check it out. I think it's called Stuts or something like that. Um. It's a movie he did with his therapist, but he was talking about how for himself for a long time, um, he had this negative self-perception because he was like overweight as a child. And so he thought that as soon as he got whatever accolades um, that came from the film industry, that he would like finally accept. It and he would, you know, finally be heralded and, and the shame would go he said in the movie that giving that success more pain because all these like new eyes people were you know i mean he was just a token people felt as if they could exploit for clicks in terms of talking about his weight that type of stuff so um so he said he was not ever really able to enjoy journey and he got there it was almost like if it was the like worst period of his life you know so that's why i try not too much uh, to focus on outcome as much i try to start especially after moving away from football, just basing all of my um, like self-concept, as you could call it, on like actions and like what are, what are the things I'm actually doing, you know? Um, am I doing the things I really want to do? Um, are, are, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's difficult because if you're naturally an ambitious individual, you are going to be in that spot where you're like, this is where I want to be and I'm not there yet. Yeah. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. If you're ambitious, you, you exactly. naturally operate like yeah. that. It's human <laughs> nature. And so, so and so you gotta take a step back, boom. And then this is another thing too, is also think that a lot of people would have been blessed or would have killed to be in your position as well. Not everybody's able to go to US for yes. for school with like footy. That's a massive opportunity. You know what I mean? And I'm sure you learned a no, lot and you, you you gain a lot of experience, you know, plus education, everything like you know what I mean? That's that's a blessing. You know what I mean? And so that's a yeah. good thing to also remember as well. Like, think about your wins in the process, you know? Or who is the person you have to become to get to where no, you I are agree. now, you know? I, I agree, dude, because like, in, the moment, in the moment you're just head down and you're like, um, at 15, I want to make a national team. At like 18, I want to go to college. At whatever, I want to go pro. And and you you checked all those things off the bo box, you know what I mean? Like, I made my national team debut at 21. Like, I checked off all these things. And to me, they meant nothing. Like, I remember my when I made my national team debut, like, when I was done, I was like, okay, that's another game. Like, let me get back to school for whatever. You know what I mean? But I just, I can't really say that. Like, I wish I had spent more time, like, soaking it in. But um, as you say, like, when you look back, you can really, like, look and say, yeah, I actually did, you know what I mean, show up. Like, I did achieve a lot of goals. I made a lot of progress and that type of stuff. And I do think it's very important to keep that perspective, like you're saying, you know what? Um, it is very important, yeah. And so if if you could go back in time uh, and give yourself some advice <laughs> to your younger self, 
this is my typical question i ask this question every single podcast uh if you could go back to okay. your, uh, a younger self you could pick any age uh-huh. what advice would you give or what would you say you know it doesn't have to be advice it could just be a quick talk you know and you have let's say under five minutes you know yeah um honestly like that kid is so disciplined and like determined that i don't feel like i would necessarily need to give him advice um if i had to tell him anything i would tell him be more aggressive i would tell him when you take one step be very very cognizant and strategic about how you can get to the next level and be more open to allowing other people into your life i think that one thing like i've always i this is why i think i maybe make like i'm kind of i think i'm cut from the cloth of entrepreneur in the sense that i want to assume responsibility for my actions and my future but i do think that it has been a bit detrimental for me in the sense that i haven't been able to be truly vulnerable and allow other people to help me win so I'd maybe tell him to be a little bit more vulnerable be open to you know what i mean um more mentorship more um coaches more agents that type of stuff and and be willing to give up some of the responsibility um when it comes to football as i said like, that guy is very strong-willed he's very determined he's very hard-working so i don't even know if he would listen to me but i do think that had i been a little bit more um open to receiving help at a younger age because that's been the biggest shift for me in my business recently right just realizing that hey i can't do it all alone um so maybe maybe getting that at a younger age uh would would be beneficial that's good and my next question similar to this if you could go back to your younger self even a year or two years ago when you were kind of getting into online business even or back in 2017 when you were just starting mm-hmm. What advice would you give that that person because we have some people who are just starting you know and just kind of getting yeah. into it and that's the first step it's actually getting started is the first step and the most important step because a lot yeah. of people have the idea never get started but what advice would you give to younger self um initially again yeah so i think um the first thing just to reiterate off the point that you just gave is that like you don't have a business until you've made that first sale but as soon as you've made that first sale, you have a business, right? Um, so like, don't spend too much time working on the things that don't matter in the beginning, get that first sale. But once you do have that first sale, like you're going to have this imposter syndrome saying, uh, what am I doing? Like, am I even smart enough to do this? Should I be doing this? Like, is this even legal? Like I've, I've been through these things. I don't know if you have, but like, as soon as you have made that first money, you are in business and an entrepreneur. Like I heard this really good definition recently. Uh, this guy was saying an entrepreneur is a person that redefines the way that business is done. So if you're doing it in a completely new way, that means you're doing it correct. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that you're, you're doing it wrong. It means that you've just figured out a way to do it. And that is why you are intrinsically valuable as an entrepreneur. And the only other thing I would say is like patience. Like just work the numbers, um, patience and focus. So, I went through, like I mentioned that I did quite a few other offers before I got to the point where I am today. And as much as I'm happy that I moved on because like I was evolving and growing as a person so much as well with like football, my personal brand, like I was changing so much that 
it was kind of like just the natural evolution that my business would change as well. Um, but had I like just stuck it out and focused on any of the offers I had done before, um, I think that they definitely could have scaled to like a very, very sustainable level. So um, once you find something that's working, figure out how you can make it work better, figure out how you can make a bigger impact with what you're doing um, and really become, I would say, like an authority in that space. Um, and you will see that by becoming almost like a go-to, then eventually um, people will just come to you and then you can start diversifying your interests and uh, moving on to other things. Uh, that would be the advice that I would give. Solid, solid stuff, solid stuff. And so, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a, a good talk. Like, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot more questions actually, but I, I really, like, I genuinely believe you're gonna have like a massive impact, like in Barbados. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that feeling, bro. Like you're gonna have massive. Yeah. Like you probably already have, but like the next five, ten years, you're gonna make some big things happen. You know, even if you do move outside or whatever, because it's your country. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, no, 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 I'm very, I'm very excited to see where you're gonna go as well. Um, I think the best Same is yet to come. The best is yet to come. So. No, hundred percent. 100%. Same with you, man. Like, I, I love everything yeah, you, you, yeah. you've been doing. You're good energy, bro. I could tell from the first day we connected and um, always, always happy to, to support your ventures. I'll take myself as well, man. Awesome. And so if people want to connect with you, like, let's say, I don't know if you have, I don't know if you want to promote this new offer right now, because I'm not sure mm -hmm. if a lot of people would be interested, but let's say they genuinely want to want to connect with you. Potentially, we do have a client right now listening that's like, yo, I want to work with this guy. Or we have some people who enjoy this podcast and they just want to reach out to you personally or just keep following you somewhere. Um, what's the right. best way to keep in touch? Yeah, I would say um, I am on uh, Instagram and Twitter as at Carl Hinks. I'm on YouTube as well. Plan to be doing a lot more documentative stuff there. I would say the best, best, best place is Instagram. Um, and if you're a little bit more uh, business inclined, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name's Carl Hinkson. But um, yeah, I try to I try to show up on social media. Like I say I run a social media um, automation consultancy, right? So I'm building a lot of these systems and VAs for myself, so that I'm able to show up on um, three, four, five different social media platforms. Um, I know a lot of people say, "Hey, like you shouldn't focus on uh, mass distribution in the beginning," but the reason why I exist is to help people to get to mass distribution, right? So I, I have to do it myself. Um, but I, I do think Instagram, I'm a little bit more light on my Instagram stories. You get to see a little bit, you know, of the behind the scenes of my life. And um, yeah, stay up to date with the business side as well. So I would say, yeah, uh, reach out on Instagram. Sounds good. You guys make sure to follow Carl on all those platforms. I'm going to drop uh, the link to his Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn in the show notes. Carl, any any last words? Last words? Um keep going like find find ways to find growth uh, and i know probably a lot of people listening to this are interested in business but i would say remember that like personal life is so important as well like taking care of your body taking care of your mind looking out for your family um there's going to be tough times in business there's going to be tough times in life and i would say just look to see where you can extract that minuscule growth and it always starts leading you in the right direction. That would be the last thing that I would say. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, thank you so much, bro. This has been a, a great podcast. Thank you guys for listening as well. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll do like a part two or something in a year or two or whatever, probably in a year or so. 
like towards the end of this year maybe who knows um, yeah, yeah maybe so thanks yeah, again for it. coming <laughs> on. and uh all right if you guys enjoy the podcast make sure you guys can share as well and uh i do this podcast for free so if you know anybody who would gain some value from this you guys could just share it to one person and uh, i appreciate you guys listening and i'll see you guys to the next episode